Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cosmic You, the podcast. This week, Holly and I are going to dive into a few different modalities, a few different divination tools that we've experienced. And so we can start to explain to you what all of these modalities are and why you would go to all of these different practitioners. So I don't know about you guys, but when I first started off on my spiritual journey, it just seemed like there were so many options. There were so many words. I had no idea what they meant and just so many different workshops and everyone had their little spin on it. And so it felt a bit overwhelming and I didn't really know why I would go to a kinesiologist over, I don't know, an acupuncturist or why I would go to a static dance versus sound healing and things like this. So today, Holly and I thought that we would just kind of break down some of our experiences that we've had with different practitioners, different modalities, different divination tools that we've tapped into and connected with. So you guys can start to get a bit of an idea about, I don't know, maybe what you want to explore next or why you would even think of exploring that. So, Paul. We've got a few that have crossed over, (laughs) especially from our time in Bali. Like perhaps that's a good place to start. When we were in Ubud, we both went and we did um, like a water purifying ceremony, which was really beautiful. We did a palm reading, obviously the fire ceremonies and stuff. How do you remember feeling like and what did you experience when you were in Bali with all those different ceremonies and practices? Um, I think the, well, the first thing that comes to mind is we got to get ourselves to Ubud together for a start. (laughs) At some point in our life, that has to happen. Um, How does May feel for you? May? That's probably when I'll be there. So if you want to come on over, get on over there. there. (laughs) Go see old mate together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think. Like, I don't know if you feel like this, but because you're in like a role where you're in a healing role all the time, I think when I was in Bali and like sitting there with the medicine man or priest, I don't know what you would, you know, fully refer to him as. I just remember being able to feel like I'm so held in this moment. Like I can just drop everything. He'll see me completely. I don't need to try in this moment at all to like figure anything out or to try and you know support someone else like I just I don't know it was weird like you just walk into that place and you just feel fully held and like you can trust and I actually it's quite emotional but also I think what was really beautiful about that moment is it took just the pressure off life for me like the seriousness of stuff Mm. just like kind of fades away 
because it's it kind of just reinforces I think that where you are is where you are and everything is always going to be you know as it's meant to um and he like was just the most joyous person ever (laughs) so you can't help but just feel healed by like that kind of presence like that's the other thing like just the presence itself I think too when you're in the presence of a master who can just be in this light joyous state I think it allows us I think as like as healers as coaches doing you start to sometimes take it a bit seriously and I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to turn up and and be on that we kind of bog down in in this in the serious of it but there's that quote and it said um and it says uh pain comes because we take seriously what God intended to be fun Mm. and I think he was such a divine reflection of that he's just enjoying the moment and I think it allows you to surrender to and soften into that experience more because you just feel so safe yeah and I think like you know when he reads your palm he just sees things like so just like definitely like you know and Mm. I was talking to um my husband about this the other day I was like you know in those moments when you see these people they're seeing you for you like not for like the stuff on the outside like they actually just see straight into you and that is the most nurturing thing and for him to just be like oh yeah it's fine that will happen like I see it like yep and you're like oh okay it's that I can relax about it too how did you feel in that moment like what was your experience I found him, yeah, quite incredible. But it's it's interesting because I've had palm readings before and I think it's like with any modality, I think each person that you you sit with and Jim and you're you get to soak up their wisdom. Everyone's got their own spin because we've all got our ego attached to it. And so I love that no matter who you go and see and how they express it. Every modality, whether it be astrology, human design, palm readings, whatever it is, I love that they all say the same thing. Everything's in resonance. Like there's no escaping who you are at a soul level, who your who your soul dropped in to be in this lifetime. And I think that's like the beautiful thing when you go and that's what I found with with um the medicine man in, in Bali. I was like, Oh, that's so beautiful just to have that confirmation and I think you find these people or they find you at times when you really need that that affirmation Jimin that you are on the right track and this is going to work out and I I think that's a really beautiful thing too like to look look to these people when you need that reminder of who you are at your soul level and where your your soul wants to take you in this life and I think like we can never have too many reminders like seek it out as often as you want like I think sometimes I used to kind of feel like oh I should know this stuff and I'm like no like part of life is dancing with all of the other people in life and all of their wisdom and being able to soak up what they know and their gifts and like that is the most beautiful thing about this stuff is you actually just get to be in the presence of another person and their gifts and like that's so freaking cool. Like when I think about what people like are capable of, like through their modalities, I'm like, that is so sick. <laughs> like that is just amazing. And yeah. 
I feel like a big part of like my purpose is to connect people to these people. Like that to me is like, mm. like as soon as I want to talk about numbers, I'm like, I know someone, you should go see Brie. Like <laughs> that brings me so much joy of like telling someone, oh, I know this person who has really helped me. Maybe you would find like, you know, whatever in that too. Like that is what I find so much joy in is being able to like pass these people on and because it's just like that's how the world goes around. Like that's humanity. Yeah. That's so true. I've I've witnessed you do that and you've done that for me as well. Like you're always just connecting connecting everyone. I think that's so beautiful just to share all these experiences and gifts around. Thanks, mm. Holly. You're welcome. <laughs> Pleasure. I think that's the beautiful thing about everyone's gifts that you experience is they naturally gravitate to different modalities and then they kind of blend them all in together and create their own version, their own expression of 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 I don't know life coaching for example every mm. life coach that you go and um, work with they've had a different life so they're going to turn up with a different lens and that experience is going to be completely different but it's just leaning in and trusting that that's the experience that you're meant to have in that moment and speaking to what you said about you can't connect with enough people Jim and this is never too much I think you'll find and it's just like an ebb and flow in life. There was a period there of probably two years where I just really needed to be held and supported. Mm. And so I just allowed myself to be. And now I don't feel like I need as much support. So I've still got my support system that I work with, all my different people that I you know, tap into at different points because now I really know what my body needs and mm. what it responds best to. So depending on what kind of block comes up or what energy is moving through me I know what practitioner can help me best in that moment which is beautiful mm. um, but yeah like I don't need that as much so I think just trusting that you know innately how much you need and who you need at each stage of your life because every stage is going to look different mm. and I think like as people are like laid in front of you on your path like that's what I get really curious about is I'm like, even if I've never tried this modality before, I don't know how I feel about it. If someone is so obviously just like laid in my path, then I'm going to go explore it. Like not knowing what it's going to mm. be, or even potentially like you might not know at first why, and kind of this, I wanted to record the podcast because you might not know why would I, why would I go see this person? Um, you don't have to have all the answers yeah. before you go see someone, but um I think just, yeah, there's a, like you were saying before, Brie, like your soul is choosing particular things and like sometimes you just got to follow that nudge and, yeah, see what yeah. see what's on the other side of it. Sometimes I just love it when I come across a, um, a new modality that I haven't heard of and I haven't tried because I've just done so many at this point and I'm like, yes, cool, like something yeah. new that I have no idea about. Like I just am so curious to see how my – my body, mind, and soul is going to respond to that person, to that practice. Um, I love it. I just love exploring like these higher levels of consciousness and these other realms that we can tap into um, just to see what kind of comes up in that moment because it's going to be completely different in a year. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's just exploring all different parts of you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Very cool. So Holt, what are some of the modalities that you've tried or people you've worked with who pop into your mind right now who have had, I don't know, a bit of an impression on you and your journey or helped you in some way? Uh, so definitely the first person that pops into mind is Alyssa. Uh, she's a Vedic astrologer. Um, her Instagram is Sunseed Space. I don't, I, there's maybe like an underscore or something in there, but I'll pop it in the show notes. She is amazing. And I think I've recommended like four people to her now at this point. Um, that for me, again, was kind of like someone just seeing you completely. And I think sometimes, you know, we go through things in life where we don't yet have the language or the knowing, like we're not on the other side of it yet to fully make sense of what we're going through. And so it can feel a little bit like, you know, you're just in a bit of a washing machine, sort of just like, you know, it keeps happening and you're like, wait, what, what is this feeling? Like, I don't know. I haven't been through this in my life yet, so I don't know how to make sense of it. I don't have language for it. And so there might be certain modalities where the healer or the coach is a little more reliant on like you giving like insight into what you're going through so they can sort of like help you through that. And what I found with astrology is like, I didn't even really need to be like, here's all the things I'm going through because like, I couldn't even necessarily have language for them. And yet she would just say things and I'm like, that's it. Yes. That is exactly what I'm going through. Like you see it, you see me. I'm, it make it's now helping me make sense of where I'm at and giving me tools of how to actually process that and deal with it. And like seeing why these things are happening and knowing that it is like, you know, a divine or a karmic thing that, you know, I don't need to escape from or I don't need to get away from. I actually like the best thing I can do is lean into all of it. And that's what astrology with um, Alyssa really helped me just feel and see is like actually just lean into all of that. It's like your karma, your life is actually really asking you to lean into all of this. And if you ignore it and you go away from it, it's not going to be fab. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think having someone that just like could see you, even when you couldn't quite make sense of yourself, like that to me was like in the moment instantly, like not completely healing, but like it's an instant like healing moment, I think. Yeah. I think any time where you get someone that can be act as that divine mirror back to you is so powerful because like we know whenever once you have awareness of something you can heal it Mm. you can transcend that thought pattern and start to break the cycle and that's what I've found as well with all of the like human design readings and and the gene keys especially because there's so much depth to it there's been a few things that I haven't quite been able to put my finger on, like you were saying. Like you can kind of feel it, but you can't work out exactly what it is. Mm. And in, in the gene keys, when I've been digging into that and working through that course, there's one in particular around relationships for me, um, a shadow aspect. And it makes so much sense now that I know it. But before that, I just was dancing around it and I knew there was something, but I could not for the life of me just put my finger on it. And then all of a sudden it's mirrored back to me and I I can't escape it now and I don't want to because mm. now that I've seen it, I know how what I have to do to transcend that, to heal that, to step into the gift of this, this gene key that's within my 
my being. Yeah. And I just, I, I remember like reading that and just feeling like this huge wave, wave of relief just like roll over my body because I was like, oh, I know what I have to do now. I, I felt like, okay, now I've got the key and I can see how this gene key links with this aspect of myself. And now I've kind of got this, I don't know, like this roadmap of how to to transcend this cycle that I had kind of got myself stuck in. And yeah, that's why working with all of these different systems is so powerful. It's just allows you to connect deeper to yourself on a soul level, which is just so empowering. Yeah. The thing I love that you said so much is once you see it, you're like, I don't want to escape it anymore. Like once I, you know, know what it is, like I know the roadmap and I don't want to escape it anymore. Whereas I think when we don't know, we can feel a little bit of afraid of like what's happening inside if we can't like actually put our finger on it. And it can seem like, I think for me, it was like, I don't know, like fully what's happening or what's circling around. I can't put my finger on it. And then it's kind of like, well, then maybe it's not real. Like maybe it's actually just something happening in your head and you just need to get over it. Like that for me was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, I think you can, because I think sometimes when you can't fully put your finger on what's going on, there's almost this like resistance to what's going on as well. Like this, like maybe disbelief, like I'm going to brace myself against that because I don't even know what it is. So it feels like if I don't know what it is, how can I even possibly lean into it? Because what the fuck am I leaning into? Mm -hmm. Am I about to fall off the edge of the universe if I lean in too far? Because I don't know what it is. Um, but and I think as well, you start trying to articulate what you're feeling, but other people can't see it because only you can feel it. So then, the more you try and talk it out and try and make sense of it with other people, you start to doubt yourself more because they can't see it. So then you start, yeah, and it's like a completely. Bit of a but yep. when when you get that divine reflection back from like a from someone or from from one of the systems, it's like such a relief, right? It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't make this up. Yeah, totally. And I think like how when you try and articulate it and the other person can't see it, it's because like you can't even see it yourself. And like you do kind of feel like, is there anything actually going on? Because I can't even express what's going on. Like I don't I don't know. And I remember when I went to her, I was literally like, I think one of the first things I said was like, I don't know what's going on, but something feels wrong. Something's not right. It just feels weird. And like everything seems lovely, but there's yeah. something that's off. <laughs> and that's all I could articulate. I was like, something feels off. And then, so I think sometimes you don't have to fully even know what's going on with yourself to seek out help or to seek out a healer or some kind of modality. Like you don't have to know if it's going to be the thing or not yeah. the thing. Mm. Yeah. And I think, like when you don't know, that's a good time to lean into these, Jim, and to lean in and try and get some help or support. Uh, that's why I love kinesiology so much because mm-hmm. often we get stuck in our minds and we just end up in these perpetual loops, Jim. Like we've really engraved some some neural pathways in there, Jim, <laughs> that are massive deep highways and it's hard to like get off the highway and get back onto a new dirt path you know totally the road's you, not even built to take an exit <laughs> right where's the exit ramp yeah, there isn't one you've got to build it <laughs> it's like dang. You have to build it. 
<laughs> so kinesiology um, is one of my favorite modalities and I've worked with about four or five over the years and the power of kinesiology is that it allows you to bypass your mind and connect directly into your body. Mm. And that's really good, especially when your nervous system is deregulated and you can't make sense of anything. Because as we know, as soon as we're stressed, our cortisol levels increase. And once our cortisol levels increase, our brain is running on like bare minimum. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. we, we can't access multiple different parts of our brain that we need to to make sense of things. So we, we really can get stuck in a loop. So working with body-based practitioners like kinesiologists allows you to muscle test and bypass your brain, connect straight into your body, and your body will actually tell you why it's stuck in this loop, what's causing the stress, and then your body will tell the kinesiologist how to move that emotion, that energy that's in motion through your body to release it. And holy man, like, Working with a kinesiologist has just been one of my absolute favorite modalities to work with. So if you're really, if you're someone that's stuck in your mind, I can't recommend highly enough working with, um, yeah, one of these practitioners because what your body stores and remembers from like not only this life but past lives as well is wild. We just don't understand, like even generational. Like, what are you carrying? What fear is actually yours? And what's your mum's? What's your grandmother's? Like, some of this runs deep. So, yeah, allowing that, like, it's it's such a, like, what's it, um, the word? Like, it's just such a release and it's just such a freeing experience to finally let this go. Mm. Um, so, yeah, would that's, highly recommend leaning into that one. Yeah, and I think that's so powerful because, like how some of the stuff that we're going through isn't even ours and like that's why our mind like mm. can't even understand and like we can try and think our way through things but sometimes like you just got to go to the body like it's you know it's so yeah. powerful and it will communicate to you in a very particular way that sometimes like we just don't have access to and if like what needs mm. to be communicated on the level of the body and the emotions is the thing that's healing but we're not accessing it, then that's where like something like a kinesiologist, you know, for you could be like the most powerful thing in the world because it just gets you to be able to communicate on that level with yourself and, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. And if you're trying to, if you're kind of early on in this work and you you might have heard us speak in other episodes about connecting with your body. <clears throat> And sometimes that can be a bit hard, like, because your mind's trying to work out, Jim, and your mind takes over and your mind's like, how how can you possibly do that? Like, that doesn't make sense. And mm. your logical part, the logical part of your mind tries to take over and mm. keep you disconnected. So working with um, any practitioner who's body-based, like it could mm. be a massage or um, um, acupuncture, anything like this that allows you to connect into the felt sense of your body yeah, um, is a really good place to start just yep. to start building that that um, mind-body connection back into your practice. Yeah. That was actually mm. like <clears throat> something that like I've – I don't really have a lot of problems with my back anymore, but like a while, like maybe five, six years ago, I used to have a lot of problems with my lower back. <clears throat> and like there's a physical thing going on there, but, you know, obviously things are always more than just physical. 
but I can't, I think it was this year, my back went and like, I couldn't get out of bed for like two, three days. Like walking was so like, everything was so painful. And, um, I went to my physio who would like helped me before with it. And, um, Mm -hmm. I had some dry needling done, which, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like the most healing thing in the world. Like it's not acupuncture or it's like very much a physical thing, but you know, also my physio has the understanding that like, this is what stress does to your body. This is what emotions does to your body, um, mm. which is really cool. And I think maybe not every physio is like that, but, you know, it's still working with the body is still going to impact you on other levels as well. But that night after I had the dry needling, I laid in bed and had the biggest emotional release. Like I just sobbed and mm. cried. And then I was like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that needed to happen and that needed to come out. And like that needling was the thing that actually helped me like access that point of my body because think about it, like something's actually literally going in there and touching a different layer of your body that you can't Mm -hmm. touch. Like I can't get inside of my body and touch these muscles that are in pain or that are agitated or, you know, fidgeting. Like I can't, can't actually get in there. So to have someone else get in there and to have that part of your body be touched and then it's just like it's so mind-blowing to me. Like, you know, I study this stuff, but it still blows my mind that this is how fascinating we are as humans. <clears throat> and yeah. um, like, you know, I, w- I was going really to the physio from like I can't walk, I need my back fixed, like I need to just be okay again. And like within four days I was fine again. But, like, I didn't expect that to happen, even though I work in this world and I understand how all this stuff happens. <laughs> so yeah, I think... We're constantly just confirming to our minds, no, it is real, it is real. <laughs> totally, yeah. And, like, interestingly, yeah. <clears throat> I, in my... I think it's in human design, like, I'm actually a skeptic by nature. Like, that's one of my things. And, like, I do see that play out all the time where I, like, get a little bit skeptical like I deeply believe in these things, but then there's another part of me that's like, show me though. Like, let me test you. Like, let me rebel against that idea <laughs> so it can be like proven true. Um, and I think like each time we'll have with that. The one in their chart as well. It's like they've got a like they're the kid that's like, mum's like, that's hot. You're like, well, I just I'm going to check. I need to know for myself because <laughs> it's just like ultra independent. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, so if you've got a one it. in your chart, you're probably got that. Um, skeptic nature yeah that makes sense I very much feel that (laughs) I'm like (laughs) I think that's why like in yoga I'm always like don't take my word for it go and try it on yourself because that's how I am I'm like I'm not gonna sit there and believe that that's a thing to be true like I'll be I'll sit there and listen and be so inspired and then I'll be like all right let me go just make sure that that's a thing that is true and then here I am swimming in twos like I mainly only have twos and I'm like you say it I'm like oh I completely believe you doll yeah I can see that yep (laughs) and I think like that's with me like because I've got the one and the two like I have those moments of like oh I completely believe you and then I'm like oh hang on a second let me just go be over here and I feel like I'm a little bit like rebellious and I like find a little bit of fun in it and then I'm like I'm fucking crazy one experience I just thought would be cool to mention is I've been lucky enough in my life to work with one absolute like master healer. So this was an experience I had in Cambodia and some people call themselves masters because I don't know, they've maybe been in the industry a long time or 
you know, we, we get given the name master healer in Reiki, like with our Reiki achievement and things like this. But this woman in Cambodia was just on another level. Like the frequency of just being in her presence was unexplainable. Like her, oh, I, I, it's something that you'd have to really feel to believe, I think, like what you're saying. Your one energy would would need to be over there. (laughs) (laughs) But she was, um, she, there wasn't even a word to describe what she does. Like when, when you try and, when people tried to explain to me, like why I should go there, the closest thing that they could come up with was that she was a spiritual surgeon. Mm. So you'd lay, you'd go to her house, like she had like a healing house, but then to the side, everything was connected to nature. Everything was very organic and natural and things like this. So you wouldn't even go into the house. You'd bypass the house and go into this like hut, this outdoor exposed hut that had just like bamboo bedding with like a thin sheet of mattress. And then she would just come and initially she would just sort of start touching your feet like it was like a bit of like um, reflexology. From just touching my feet, she just started throwing all of these truths at me about my body, what my body's holding, all of this stuff. And then she starts doing like the spiritual surgery. So she's basically using this deep energetic channeling and massage combined to release all of this really old stagnant energy that's been stuck like you know your hips is a big one for where things get stuck your shoulders your neck um obviously your back my legs were carrying heaps as well and it's yeah it's just the most incredible experience like it was so painful like me and my friend went from like the retreat and like you just can't help but cry sometimes scream because it's the most painful experience physically and emotionally my body's heating up right now just remembering it (laughs) it was just insane like absolutely insane and so there's actually she's got an assistant like an apprentice that works so there's two people going absolutely nuts on your body and then the dog comes and he's like very tuned in as well so he'll come and like lay with you and support you through the process you get like a therapy dog oh that's so sweet. So he's like trying to like support you while you're like screaming and crying. Bless his and little soul. And then afterwards, I know, honestly, the sweetest. And then after you have like your spiritual surgery, then you go and hop into this like homemade sauna. They call it a sauna. It's just like a boiling pot of like like <laughs> um, water with coals underneath it. And you sit on top of like there's like a little table on top of it with this really thick black curtain that they just wrap around you and you just sit in there and you sweat out everything they've just released in your body and they Mm. leave you in there basically until she senses that enough has moved out. So, And then you go into this cleansing like bath that they've curated for you with like a special blend of oils and stuff like this depending on what you need and like they've blessed the water and everything. And you hop in there and it just like washes all of this away. And it's just, it's honestly, hands down, the most incredible 
healing experiences that I've ever had. I went three times in a week because I'd like ran out of time. <laughs> and holy man, it was just That's so cool, phenomenal. So if you're ever in Sam Reap, let me know, and yeah. I'll um, we will hook, I'll you, hook up. you up. <laughs> You'll just uh, have to yeah. tell her the directions of how to get there. I'm sure she's not on Google Maps. Yeah, it's all like WhatsApp and stuff. Oh yeah, true. It's so beautiful though. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And like even like just the sauna situation thing. It's like we think we just go in a sauna to sweat, but like sweat is a form of release. So we have to know that mm-hmm. as a physical thing is releasing from us, other things are going to release with that too. And like that's super cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was a really powerful combination like how she structured her sessions. Do you mean to do that that body energy work? moving into doing the the physical releasing of it like Mm. I I was and then the cleansing like it was just so beautiful and it had so many elements in like we learned at yoga training (laughs) Mm. she really embodied all of this work but yeah I asked I remember asking her I'm like how did you learn this like like you know what was your training like you know and I'm trying to like tap in and she's like oh no no like I, I literally just like woke up one day and started channeling and I just got told this is what I have to do. And she's like, I've never studied like anything. She said it literally just dropped in. She's like, one day I was just like a regular person. Next minute I've woken up and I'm just, she's just fully like doing, got smacked with this master energy. It's, yeah. I have goosebumps on my head right now. <laughs> It's insane. She's honestly insane. And and the the um retreat director, he's a bit like me. Like I've seen easily over fifty people, like fifty different practitioners and tried at least fifty different like modalities kind of thing. This guy's experienced at least two hundred, he reckons. And he said, Honestly, guys, you like he's like, I've traveled the world seeing healers. He's like, I've never experienced something as powerful as this woman. Wow. We yeah. need to do a cosmic you, you catch up in Cambodia. <laughs> Seriously. That's amazing. Maybe we meet like, there in Maine. <laughs> yeah, totes. Just like pop all around the world for all this healing. So fascinating, yeah. isn't it? And like that's just the divine, like it just re- like reinforces that idea that like we are all supposed to be wired together. Because without each other, we don't get to have these experiences. And without that sacred portal coming through that woman, like her channeling it, like you don't get to have that experience and like that's impacted your life. And it just like all of those moments to me just remind me like that sacred union of humanity and we're all supposed to, you know, work together and be together to support each other and you don't have to do any of this like on your own like at all. People have these gifts for reasons and we're the reason, like to be supported and to be, you know, held through all of the stuff we go through as human beings. It's pretty cool. So cool. Mm. So, yeah, guys, if you have experienced a modality or a practitioner, please let us know. We love diving in and just we exploring go try. all of these different. <laughs> yeah, let us try. Um, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I should probably I love it. stop. No, no you don't need to stop. 
<laughs> Never stop learning more about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being here. We really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If there's any questions you have that you want us to answer, of course, drop into our DMs or email us. All the ways to contact us are in the show notes. And yeah, if you do resonate with this episode, please share it. It really helps us and it goes such a long way with growing the potty and just spreading the word about spirituality and rising consciousness. So yeah, we hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Chat to you next time.